What's up, everyone? The date is July 16th. I'm your host, Jack Murphy. You're Mike Murph, and this is the Pinstripe Podcast. We are finally finished with half of a season of baseball, and the New York Yankees are actually having a great year. They are 62-33. and That is tied for the second-best record with the Astros, who is 64-35, and who just played four more games, have two more wins and two more losses. The Red Sox are, unfortunately, the one team in our division is the best team in the MLB with an outstanding 68-30. and And I know we've had many ups and many downs, and since we're in second place in the division, it seems like we're not having such a great year, but you can't undermine or undervalue what our team has done because we are having still a historic year, as this is our best start in an MLB season we've had since 1998 and of course we've won the world series in 1998 so hopefully we can have a repeat of that so again as i said there's been many ups many downs for the mlb season one of which being a few injuries we've had glaber torres got hurt a few weeks back and he was named an all-star which i was very happy about as he was well deserving of it the best second baseman in the american league behind only jose altuve and also we got gary sanchez who got hurt which our our replacements for him was kyle higishioka and Austin Romine, which was always our backup catcher. So since we had Romine and, and Higashioga, they haven't been performing very well. So it's good to see Sanchez back. Hopefully he'll be hitting at a better rate, which I expect he will be. I feel like he'll be out of that slump that he was in for the first half of the season when he played. And it'd be nice to see him back in the uh, the rotation, not the rotation. No, he's not a pitcher, but he'd be nice to see him back in the lineup because he is a clutch hitter as well. Austin Romine, even though he is better at defense, he is not as clutch as a hitter as... Gary Sanchez, everyone knows that. He has home runs, he can hit with runners in scoring position. But Gary Sanchez is the pure, better hitter. And everyone should know that. If you try to argue anything else, you're wrong. I'm sorry. You're just wrong. I, I can't explain I can't say it anywhere else. Any anything else. So pretty much what's been happening since Glaber Torres' injury. Second base has been being split time between Neil Walker, who's also been playing first for Greg Bird, and he's actually starting to um he's starting to become much better. He's starting to play at a better uh, what we expect from him. He's hitting the ball more. He has a lot more RBIs in the past few games. It seems like in his first few games, his first um, back from injury, his first few weeks back in the MLB, he was just not hitting well. He was very behind on fastballs. He still had a swing. So that's why I I, I personally can't say I was still high on him because I was definitely starting to have my doubts about him. But that's why a lot of people still we're not giving up hope on Bird. He will he just has to find his fastball again. He's starting to do that, and I'm really excited to see what he'll have for the second half of the season. If I was about to make this podcast a week ago or whatever, and I also want to point that out, I know I've been away for a while. i just kind of been bored, or I was kind of, I kind of just couldn't really find time to do this. A lot of work. I was really tired after work. It's just been kind of crazy for me, so hopefully I can get more episodes out because I really love doing this, and I really love giving my voice out and giving my opinion. Anyway, back to uh, Greg Bird. If I were to make this a week ago, which I was about to, but then I just couldn't really find time, I would just be all about, oh, we should give up on Greg Bird. But I'm happy that Aaron Boone didn't, that the Yankees organization didn't, because Greg Bird is talented as he's shown, and he showed he's had his swing back. Even even I'm noticing when he's not getting hits, he's getting good sacrifice flies, or he's hitting the ball hard, but he's just getting out. So he's he seems like he's hitting the ball very well, and he's a great he's a great player. And I hope he doesn't get hurt anymore, because... Honestly, if he gets hurt, then he's going to be so much less valuable because he's so injury prone. He really deserves to play a full season in the MLB because he's very capable of it, and I'd just like to see him succeed. So, the biggest, biggest news we have for the Yankees this season, or this time of year, right before the All-Star break, is right when 
trade rumors are starting to heat up and starting to come out of the open. And this year, the biggest rumor so far is easily Manny Machado. At first, it seemed like the Yankees were going to go for Machado, and he was the Yankees were a front runner for him. However, now it doesn't seem that is the case. It seems like either the Phillies or the Brewers were going to get him, and I was really high on Machado. I think he would have been a great piece of the organization. I know people say, "Oh, we already have Andujar third, Didi at short, our infield's already stacked." But the thing I like more about Machado is he isn't he can hit home runs, he hits with power, but he's also an average hitter. The Yankees need an average hitter, someone that can get a base hit or a double, or can get on base. We don't have many of those. Uh, we don't have one player over 300 batting average, and I think our highest is only at like 275. So even though we hit monstrous home runs all the time, uh, we have the most home runs all year, or we have the most home runs before an All-Star break, before any team, more than any team with like 150-something, maybe it's 160 by now. However, I think Manny Machado would have been a great piece. I would love to see him. Of course, his asking price is going to be high, but you never know. Maybe we're going to sign him in the offseason, and that would be great because then we wouldn't have to give up somebody like Justice Sheffield or somebody like Clint Frazier or... um, Estevan Floreal or like Alberta Bray or any, any of these uh any of these these prospects that will be that we can really use down the road because we don't want to give up our uh, farm We've, we have one of the best farms we would like to keep it unless we can get World Series out of it especially the biggest the biggest again as I always say the biggest problem with this team is our starting rotation our starting rotation just it's not getting any better Tanaka came back but he still isn't great. I saw a tweet the other day and it was the it was such a tr- it was so true. It was the New York Yankees pitching rotation is an ace is Luis Severino, a 37-year-old solid starter, which is CC Sabathia who's having a good year. He you can't complain about anything CC's done. He has been pitching very well all season. The league leader in giving up home runs since 2017, Masahiro Tanaka who Gives up. A, he gave up. I think it was fifty six. He just gives up so many home runs. He's given up fifty six since twenty seventeen, which is the most in the major leagues, by the way. Most of them are before like the fourth inning. He's on. He's also inconsistent. He's he always gives up so many runs. Like every he just if Tanaka were able to like not give up as many home runs, he'd be such a good pitcher. He'd be an ace. He would be an ace. But that's his biggest problem is sixty four percent of all runs he gave up were on home runs. That's a lot. I mean. That's a ridiculous amount. It's just like, I seem like, it feels like every game he just gives up a home run. And it's just so annoying to see because we'll be up 2 nothing, and then Edwin Encarnacion, last game, last night against the, uh, it wasn't last night, it was a day game, but yesterday against the Indians, Edwin Encarnacion was up, and Tanaka, it was like a 1-2 count, Tanaka threw a splitter, didn't go low enough, and it looks like a meatball. And Encarnacion just bombed it, and they tied the game at 2-2, and the Yankees weren't able to capitalize. But Tanaka is not a bad pitcher at all. He has a, he has good pitches. He has good stuff. It just he needs to control it better. Because if he makes one mistake, and usually for Tanaka it always happens, he gives up a home run. If he can just avoid that home run that he always gives up, he'd be great. He'd be all, I'd love to have him. But unfortunately, that's the problem. And then the other two pitchers is Domingo Herman, who's very inconsistent. Sonny Gray, who's also so inconsistent, and it's just blowing my mind. I'm still so annoyed at how inconsistent they are. Just They just annoy me. They really annoy me. And now I'm going to talk about who we, what we should do at the trade deadline. For, we should go for starting pitching. Now that we can't get Manny Machado, even though I think we should go for starting pitching, even if we could go for Manny Machado, that is our bigger priority. That is what's going to win, win us. That's what's going to make us a better team. That's what's going to make us a world championship contender team. And if we go for... 
a starting pitcher, like, honestly, I don't even, Michael Fulmer is probably the best option we have right now. Just because of his age, he's only 25 years old. He has shown he was good in the past. And I, I can see him picking it up, becoming a much better pitcher. Especially on a team like the Yankees. I don't know why I said that, actually. I feel like pitchers are worse than the Yankees. But you never know. I feel like he can pick... I always had faith in Michael Fulmer. I feel like... Let's put it this way. A team that's not the Tigers. Because the Tigers is just a tragic, terrible team. And it's unfortunate that he's on there. But I feel like on a team like the Yankees, he might have like a resurgence in his career. Similar to Verlander did. I feel like maybe he can pitch well, pitch better. But the number one option, and I don't know if it's an option yet, but uh, Tyler Skaggs on the Los Angeles Angels might be, I'm not 100% sure, but I saw a report or I read something that Yankees, uh, Yankees sent scouts to Los Angeles to look at Tyler Skaggs and to look at Heaney. I don't know what his first name is. I'll look it up right now. I'll look at, I'll look up exactly what I saw. I don't remember this. I just read it briefly, so I'm not 100% sure. But he, Tyler Skaggs, I would love to have on the Yankees. He has a 2.57 ERA, which is perfect. That's great. That's almost that's like all-star caliber pitching. He's not as good as Severino, but he's not too far off of him either. And a team like the Yankees with run support, his wins will go up. And he'll, and he'll just be a better pitcher. Or not a better pitcher, but he's looks good. He's a 27-year-old lefty, and he's I think he's under contract till 2021 or 2022. So we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't lose him until then. So it's not like it's a, just a rental. We're gonna have him for like four more years. Can I do math? Three more years. Four more. Three or four more years. Yeah, I can do math. That's so I'm right. So Tyler Skaggs is honestly the best option. But the thing is, we're not 100% sure if the Yankees should tr- or the Yankees will get Tyler Skaggs because. The Angels said they might be sellers, as they are very, very bad. <laughs> They're not good at all. They started out really great in the season, in the beginning of the season. However, it's all been downhill from there. Oh, the, Andrew Heaney was the other starter the Yankees were going for. Some pitchers, the Yankee, him as well as Marcus Stroman is another pitcher that's on the trade block. Maybe he can go to the Yankees. I feel like he'd be a good fit for the Yankees. He's He was a pretty good pitcher in the AL, and he does not like the Blue Jays at all. He wants to be on a team with success. <laughs> So, that's pretty much everything. A lot of people say, Yankee fans especially say, that we should go for DeGrom. I don't think that'll ever happen. The Yankees just really don't trade with the Mets. It doesn't happen. If the Yankees can't get Lucas Duda out of the Mets, how are they going to get Jacob DeGrom? Don't get me wrong, I would love to see the trade happen. I would love to see DeGrom, a New York Yankee, as he is one of the best, if not the best pitcher in the National League at the moment. But that trade just isn't going to happen. I don't see it happening in any way. The Yankees and Mets don't make trades. They just don't deal. Like, you'll never see the Yankees deal with the Red Sox. They're rivals. The Yankees and Mets are rivals. They're not going to deal. I just don't think it's going to happen. Don't quote me on it, though. You never know. Honestly, I would love to see it happen again. Don't think it will. So, the other trader rumor, um, it died pretty quickly, however. So, I don't really see it happening. Is Mike Moustakis. We needed a third baseman. Moustakis was a good piece. We were probably going to play him at first. But then, Greg Bird started to um, play much better. Started to, like, kick it up get more hits, home runs, starting to hit like we expect Greg Bird to hit like. The uh, one thing I learned as a Yankee fan is to never give up on your players because I'm not just the Yankees, obviously. It's all of baseball, but like a lot of Yankee fans are guilty of giving up on their players just if they get into a slump. For example, Gary Sanchez. Everyone was like, oh, everyone, start roll mine. He's better than Sanchez. He's batting 300. Sanchez is batting 190. Like, 
come on, Gary Sanchez is an all-star hitter. He's one of the best. He's in a slump. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna pick it up. After the all-star break, he's gonna come back. He's gonna be a much better hitter. He has the power. He's a good hitter. He's just in a slump, and he's gonna get out of it. Dylan Patanzas. Until like after June or after May, I'm sorry. In the beginning of June, he was very bad. His ERA was at like a five, and he just kept giving up runs. And everyone was like, "Oh, this guy stinks. Trade him. Get rid of him. He's not what he used to be. He's terrible." But he came back, and now he's one of the better relievers in the MLB. Greg Bird, another example, and I'm even guilty of this example. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's not the player he was. We're, he's terrible. He's batting under 200." He's stinks, he just keeps getting hurt, and now he's not the player he used to be, and now he's playing much better, he's getting RBIs, getting home runs, he's hitting the ball much harder than he was. There's so many, so many different examples of this. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks was not hitting very well, everyone wanted to send him down or get rid of him, uh, hit Clint Frazier instead, start playing him more, and when the Yankees started calling him up, he did play better. I even called Aaron Hicks wasn't playing very well, but now he's one of the better center fielders in the MLB, probably the best center fielder in the American League behind Mike Trout. He's obviously not better than Mike Trout. No one's better than Mike Trout. Mookie Betts, no, you're not better than Mike Trout either, even though you probably are an MVP candidate for this year. I still give my crown of the MLB to Mike Trout. After the All-Star break, definitely look for Gleyber Torres coming back, Gary Sanchez coming back, a trade maybe a few trades, we definitely are going to make a trade happen. We want to win a World Series this year. We're going to make a trade happen that will make us capable of winning a World Series this year, but also to not hurt our farm in the future. So we're not going to give up huge prospects, but we're definitely going to address needs because we are a win-now team, but we're not only a win-now team because we have a future as well. A win-now team is more like the Astros, who doesn't have the best farm, but they have a stacked team, and they want to win again. They want to win it this year. They know they're able to. The Red Sox are a win-now team, even though they do have some young players, Devers. They don't have a good farm. They don't have good prospects, so they need to win with what they have because they're not going to win with what they have in the future because they don't have that. We do have that. The Yankees do have that. The Yankees are a win-now team. They have that, but they also have a farm, and they can win later. So we're not going to—we're not going to—we're going to give up. So we can win now and be more fit to win now, but we're not gonna win. We're not gonna give up stuff that'll make us lose the things that we could use to win later or win in the future. That's pretty much everything about trading. We're not gonna do anything. Cashman's not gonna give up our top prospects. Forget about giving up Justice Sheffield. Forget about giving up Clint Frazier. Even though I don't think giving up Clint Frazier would be the worst thing ever. Some people love Clint Frazier. He's a great player. He's not fully developed. He's not the best fielder though. And I feel like if we sign. Well, I don't want to sign Harper, but if we do sign Harper, I'm not sure if the Yankees are going after him. I'm not sure how interested they are in him, but our outfield would be Hicks, Harper, Judge Stanton, or we have also Floriel, who will be ready, I think, by next year, maybe in 2020, he'll be on the team. We'll have Floriel, Gar- or not Gardner, but we'll probably still sign Gardner to a one-year, two-year deal. I'm pretty sure he wants to be a Yankee. He has all, he's been a Yankee his whole career. And the Yankees will probably resign him. No one's going to spend too much money on him. He's a clubhouse guy pretty much for the Yankees. Floreal, we'll either have, if we trade Flager or Floreal, then we're just going to have one in the outfield and one we won't have. Because our outfielders would be Hicks, Floreal, Stanton Judge, or Hicks, Frazier, Stanton Judge. And I feel like either way, we're going to have a good outfield. Our infield, I think, I think we should sign Manny Machado. In the offseason, we should go for him. 
because then our lineup would be would be looking like Machado at third, Didi at short, Glaber at second. What's his name at first? Bird at first, Gary Sanchez catcher. We would have probably Miguel Andahar play DH. Hopefully we can have that happen. We can probably switch him out with other people. Maybe he can learn the outfield. I don't know. Third baseman usually can move are very versatile in their defense. Like Hanley Ramirez, like players like Hanley Ramirez went from short to third to left to right to first. He played everywhere <laughs> during his entire career. So maybe he can be somebody like that. Hopefully. I'm not sure though. I haven't been paying attention to stuff like that. So the what I would really like to have happen at the All-Star break is to acquire Tyler Skaggs. He's just the best starting pitcher on the market if he's on the market. He he's definitely the a piece we need to be a a top contender for the World Series. I mean, if we have our rotation, far four pitcher rotation is Skag or Sevy 1, Skaggs 2, CC 3, and then Gray Tanaka 4. I would be okay with that. Depending on how Gray does, I still have an ounce of hope for Gray. I don't think he's a complete wash. He's has shown he has shown potential. He has shown he has stuff. He just needs to keep it. He just needs to if he can just get all this like fear and nervousness and all this stuff out of his head and just pitch like he know like everyone knows he's able and he's capable of pitching, he'd be great. But it just seems like he's not not pitching like he pitches. He's just thinking about it too much and he's getting really nervous. So tonight is the the um tonight is the home run derby and there's no Yankees in it, no Aaron Judge, he's not defending his title, which people would like to see in the long run, however, I don't think it's such a bad thing that Aaron Judge isn't in the Home Run Derby, How? because uh, last year he was in the Home Run Derby, he won it, he did great in it, but after the Home Run Derby, he was in a major slump, he did not play anywhere near the way he did, he was batting 330 before the All-Star break, 30 home runs, and then his average dropped all the way down to like 260, 250, and it didn't go back up till 270 until he was hot again in uh, September, and, back, and once he reached September again, he started to play really well again. So, it's maybe he's just going to be good for the rest of the break. And I hope the Yankees are good for the rest of the break because they have the second easiest schedule in, as I said before, they have the second easiest schedule in the American, in baseball, not in the American League, in baseball. So we are four and a half game back to the Red Sox because after our series against the Red Sox, even though we kicked their ass, for, we killed them pretty much every game of that series, except for the one game Sonny Gray pitched and got killed that game. But the first, the first game and the third game, when Sonny Gray wasn't pitching, we demolished the Red Sox. The Red Sox just, after that series, I guess they had like a wake-up call and they just killed every team. They lost one game. One game between the, that loss of the Yankees and their last game before the break. And the Yankees haven't played very well. And because of that, the Yankees are four and a half games back. And hopefully, now that they're not playing great teams, and I think they're playing only 18 games against teams that are currently have a b- below 500 uh, record out of the 74 games they have for the rest of the season and most of them are to the Red Sox and we have been playing well against the Red Sox so hopefully we keep that up I really hope that we are able to catch up some ground on the Red Sox maybe they aren't as good over the break maybe we get better and I think we will get better we'll have Gary Sanchez back we'll have Glaber Torres back Stanton I still have faith in Stanton he's been playing much better he really is. He's playing amazing lately. Uh, I think the last time I had a podcast, his average was at 240. Now it's at the mid to high 270s at the moment. 
24 home runs. I'm not sure the exact number. It could be like 22, 23, 24. It's in that range I know, though. And he's been playing really well. He's been one of the hottest players on the Yankees at the moment. Aaron Hicks is killing it, too. The biggest problem is just our starting pitching. And unless our starting pitching gets better, we're not going to be World Series contending team. We're just, it's not going to happen. Our bullpen is still on fire. I can't even talk about that. Chase and Shreve's been pitching well lately. When Chase and Shreve's has been pitching well, I mean, that's when you know they're doing well. They're really good. I mean, some games our bullpen isn't shut down is like it always is. There's some times where relievers don't have the, su- the stuff that they have, and that's expected. You're not going to throw a amazing game. You're not going to strike everybody out every time you come up to pitch. Some days you're just not going to have it, or some days the team's going to have your number, and that's fine. It happens every once in a while. It happens to everyone. It happens to Severino. It happens to Clayton Kershaw. It happens to Corey Kluber. It happens to Chris It happens to everybody. I don't expect pure dominance, but... Our bullpen's just been pitching well. Chase and Shreve's got better. Everyone's getting better. Everyone's pitching well. Chapman is still on fire. He's an all-star. And I did talk about uh, Glaber. I'm not sure if I mentioned this. I kind of completely forgot. Glaber, Judge, Chapman, Severino, all well-deserving of being in the all-star game. I just want to say congratulations to all four of those guys. Congratulations to everyone that made the all-star game. They all really deserved it. I mean, some people got snubbed. Some people probably didn't deserve it as much as others. But for the most part, everyone really deserved it. Everyone's having great years. And it's just, I can't wait to watch the game because the MLB All-Star game, even though it really doesn't mean anything, is one of my favorite games to watch. I don't know. I guess they didn't have many All-Stars. I feel like they could have more. Stanton could have been an All-Star. If he heated up a little bit earlier, I feel like he would have won that final vote. The Yankees, um, I'm not the Yankees. I don't know why I said that. Miguel Andahar, he he should have made the All-Star game. He should have been a um, sneak in. I guess he's like the one person on the Yankees that I think got snubbed. So, all in all, the Yankees had, are doing really well this season so far. Unfortunately, they're in second place to show for it, but that's just because the Red Sox are doing just a bit better. Let's hope that the Yankees can keep winning games against the Red Sox. Hopefully, they don't get shut out by the Rays or split a series with the Orioles. And hopefully, <laughs> when Manny Machado's off the Orioles, maybe he'll play better. <laughs> that That's one good thing about Manny Machado getting traded is we don't have to face him on the Orioles, and hopefully, we can sweep every game against them. As long as Sonny Gray pitches well, Harmon pitches well, and let's get a pitcher. Let's get a pitcher. I want, we need a starting pitcher. Not even I want one. We need one. Today is the Home Run Derby. Tomorrow is the All-Star Game. Wednesday and Thursday, I believe, no games. I could be wrong on that. There could be games on Thursday, but I know there's no games on Wednesday because everyone makes a big deal how the Wednesday after the MLB All-Star Game is like the one day each year that there's no sports event on. No sports game or anything. That's like the one day. And that's why everyone hates it, because there's nothing to watch on TV, and it's just the longest day of the year. Yes, on Friday, the Yankees start the series against the Mets. They play on yeah Friday, July 20th, and our starting pitchers that game are, I'm pretty sure we have Gray, Herman, and Tanaka going this series. Yes, we have Herman against Syndergaard the first game. Then we have Mats versus Sonny Gray, and then after that, it's Tanaka versus Grom. So this is this is not fun. Hopefully, hopefully we can win the series cuz I don't know, it I never know what to expect when Herman and Sonny Gray are pitching, especially at home. Sonny Gray is awful, so I'm not really expecting anything good. But you never know. He could surprise us. But for the next few games, we don't really have we're not really playing any good teams. We play the Royals and then we play the Orioles back-to-back home series. If we don't get two sweeps, I'm I'm going to be seriously upset because we need to sweep teams like the Reds. We need to sweep teams now like the Orioles and the Rays being down by so much that we are. With two and a half months of baseball left, 
less than that by the time the All-Star break's over. We just need, we need to win more games, and we need to sweep teams that are terrible, like the Royals. We need to sweep teams like the Orioles. We need to sweep teams like, I would say the Mets, but DeGrom is pitching, and so is, what's his name? So is uh, Syndergaard. So, maybe not a sweep, but we should definitely win two two out of three in that series. We should sweep teams like, who else are we playing? We need to sweep teams like the White Sox. We need to sweep teams like the Rangers. We need to sweep teams like the Marlins. Even though we only played them in two games, it's, we especially need to sweep the Marlins if we're playing them in a two-game series. And then, I don't know what the Red Sox schedule's like. Hopefully, I don't expect J.D. Martinez to be as hot as he is. I expect him to cool down. I expect Mookie Betts to cool down. But you never know. It could happen, it couldn't. Uh, Mike Trout is the only player in the MLB I really don't expect to cool off. I feel like he's going to be just consistently great, even because he's been for hell for many years, six, seven years. He's just the best player in the MLB. It's pretty obvious at that. But other than that, there's not really much I want to talk about other than what I've talked about. Um, since we didn't really, this has been a really long time since my last podcast, I didn't really want to talk about a specific series. I just kind of want to talk this episode about mostly about trade rumors, where the Yankees are, how their players have been, uh, the Red Sox, how we stand in the division, how we I think we can improve the team, which we definitely need to prove by starting pitching. Hopefully we don't trade players like Sheffield. Hopefully we don't play, trade players like Frazier. But we still have a tremendous form we can trade, so I trust Brian Cashman that will get something done and we have a chance to win the World Series this year. Which I think we already do have a chance to win the World Series this year. We have one of the better teams in the MLB. We have one of the best teams in the MLB. And we have be- we have beaten teams where it play better against teams such as the Red Sox, such as the Astros. But once we hope, I just don't hope, or I just do hope. Or I don't hope. Yes, I was right the first. I don't hope we lose the division and we have to play one one game wild card against a team like the Mariners. And they pitch James Paxton and he just goes off. And Severino lose, just doesn't pitch well like he did last year. Because remember last year he got pulled out in the first inning because he just wasn't able to keep up. And we got lucky that we were just as good in the first inning and against the Twins and we won like 7-3. to However, the Twins didn't have a great starting pitcher going. Like the Seattle Mariners would have James Paxton in a wild card game. So I just, I hope we win the division because I really don't want to lose in the wild card game a Yankee way to lose. Because I feel like the Yankees will end up losing you never even if you're playing the Orioles you never want to play one card one game wild card elimination game because it's just one game you could have a bad game your pitcher can have an off day no matter who it is one player on the other team can be really hot and just be crazy you never know you don't win them all so but I feel like the better team gen uh, generally generally wins a series a five seven game series however I don't think the better team always wins a one game playoff Last year, I believe they did. In both cases, I believe they did. But not always. Not they don't always do. Things can happen. There could be bad calls. There could be play, again, as I said, players can be hot. Players can have a very off day. Sometimes they don't always win, and I just don't want to see that happen. So let's hope we win the division, so we don't have to deal with that, and we'll have hopefully have the best record in baseball. So we'll have home field advantage the entire time because we all know the Yankees are better at home. All teams generally are better at home, but definitely, especially the Yankees. So until next time, hopefully the Yankee, next time I speak, I'll probably be sometime before the Red Sox series, maybe after the next Red Sox series. I don't know how long it is. Before the end of the month, definitely I'll record my next episode of my podcast. Any questions at all, feel free to DM me on my Twitter, message me on my Facebook if you're a friend with me on Facebook, or if you see this on Facebook, my Twitter, I 
said multiple times. It's probably somewhere in my SoundCloud. It's somewhere in my bio in SoundCloud. You can, like, just listen to. But DM me any questions about any rumors you hear, any possible ideas who you want to send down, who, honestly, learning as a Yankee fan, don't send them down. Because they're just in a slump, they'll get out of it, and they'll make you happy. That's what I've learned from multiple players. Greg Bird, Didi Gregorius two years ago, Aaron Hicks, Dylan Batanzas, all these great players that we all wanted to send down because they were in a slump. We were all, all guilty of it, and hopefully it stops. Thank you all for listening. Uh, hopefully the Yankees pick it up, pick, get even better, because we don't need to pick it up. We definitely need to pick it up to keep up with the Red Sox. But we are still one of the better teams in baseball, if not one of the best teams in baseball. Unfortunately, the Red Sox in our division, as I said multiple times this video, this uh, podcast. But thank you all for listening again. Let's hope, hope the Yankees keep it up, win the next series starting Friday against the Mets. Thank you all. Go Yanks.